0: Every mistake is an opportunity to learn. Even those whack exes and lame situationships you endured. This podcast helps single black millennials date smarter by sharing stories of what not to do in dating. Join me, Randy, as I talk with black millennials about the dating lessons they've learned and the mistakes they never want to make again. This is Situationships Podcast and I'm your host, Randy. Hey y'all, this is Randy. On this week's episode, I talk with Kiana, a 32-year-old single who shares about her experience learning just how important it is to set boundaries and expectations early on in dating. We talk about how self-worth plays an integral part in asking for what you want when you're getting to know someone and what it feels like to have your needs go unmet in a relationship. If you have a friend who could use some dating advice, please share this episode with them. Get Situationships podcast merch and early access to podcast episodes by becoming a Situationships podcast Patreon at patreoncom pod. And lastly, let's connect on social media. You can find me at Situationshipspod on Instagram and Facebook, and at situationspod on Twitter. All right, I hope you enjoyed the episode. And the information that you sent over to me um, about your dating experience, you really just got to the white meat. Like, you got to, (laughs) like, the lesson that you've learned in your dating experience, or lessons, really, multiple. But, um, and I'm going to go ahead and assume that... Um, it probably wasn't, like, any one thing that happened that taught you this. Right, right. Um, and so, like, I know what your lesson is, but tell tell me in your own words, like, what is the lesson that you've learned or some of the lessons that you've learned in your, in your experience dating? Well, I mean, I think you said
1: it right. Um, there wasn't any particular one relationship that kind of led me to this lesson, we'll say. Um, I mean, it's just, taking stock of past relationships and the ways that they've ended and uh, the ways I felt like I wasn't getting what I needed out of them um, kind of just led to this lesson about right creating boundaries um, and setting boundaries early. right? Um, so for me, I think that I'm a very kind of go-with-the-flow type of person. I really don't like rocking the boat in a lot of ways. Um, I'm really comfortable with um, making people happy. Um, And so oftentimes that would lead me to just accept things as the way they are. right? Mm -hmm. Um, But it often would be, it would get to a point where um, if there was a moment where I decided I'm going to put my foot down, um, there's this kind of boundary or line that like, Cannot be crossed, then the relationship seemed to unravel in so many ways, and I just couldn't understand, you know, why the first time that I'm saying something is the relationship goes to shit. Yeah. Um. And so for me, it just kind of made it clear that I can't just sit there and say, "Well, I'm going to go with the flow. I'm going to accept anything." Um. I have to be very clear upfront about what I'm expecting out of a relationship. Um and I think that for me as far as relationships go um I've been in more situationships than long term relationships and I I definitely have to contribute it to like not setting boundaries like not saying this is what I want out of you and just like letting people give me what they want which is like not okay.
0: So I guess like how do you think so when you do decide to speak up for yourself assert what you want how do you think that changes the dynamic like what happens in their mind do you think or or I don't know if you've talked to them about it but like what do you think changes in the dynamic to make it start unraveling
1: hmm. I mean I think that in many ways like maybe it was that I was being delusional about what they were willing to like be and do for me Mm -hmm. and so if I come came to expect certain things from them like never in their mind had they imagined that it was something that would happen right they just kind of got used to um, me being there the way that they needed me to be there for them and being able to be there any way that they wanted to be for me and when I decided no that's not something that I'm really interested in that's when they were like, "Well, I no longer want to do these things. Like, I no longer want to be in this relationship with you um, in that way." So, I mean, in essence, like from from the jump, which is why you have to do it really early. You have to set your boundaries really early. Is like you will know if they're willing to do the things that you want mm-hmm. them to do right from the beginning. Um, and so, it's like I think sometimes we go into these relationships and we're like eventually they'll do something for me, right? Um, Maybe they'll change. Maybe um, they'll become the person I want them to become or the person I need them to be for me to feel loved. Um, And that's really, actually, it's never worked out for me that way. Yeah. Um, So...
0: Oh, no, and, and I mean, it, and I don't know if this makes you feel any better, but I I ain't been in nobody's long term relationship, so it's it's all been situationships for me. Um, so like you're not alone, or if if that I don't know, get like provides any consolation. But the one thing I was gonna say is, the one thing I feel like I've noticed about the difference between how men like behave in a relationship or approach a relationship or dating. I'll say not even a relationship, but dating and Mm -hmm. how women approach dating is, and I'm not trying to say, you know, men ain't shit, but, but I do think that (laughs) I do think that men tend to operate from a place of putting in the least amount of effort to get what they want. Mm -hmm. And women Mm -hmm. tend to assume that like, I think women are natural givers, Um, But I mean, we are. We
1: bend over backwards, I think, to make something work. Like, all of my girlfriends that I've had conversations with about relationships, they're always trying to figure out, well, how can I make this work, right? And that means they're always extending themselves, always doing the work always doing the emotional labor. But, right, if you step back, if you pull back all of that extra emotional labor, all of that extra work that you're doing to make a relationship work, um, you find that that person is not even meeting you a quarter of the way, right? They don't even they're not even interested in going a half of the way to meet you to where a space where both of you all can like exist together and exist in a healthy way together. Like once you stop doing all of that emotional labor, you realize like how much they're unwilling to do and it it goes back to like I think one of the things I wrote in response to your question was like you knowing your worth right like yeah. is it worth are are they worth you putting forward all of that emotional love, like labor um and I can't help I have to say this right because I this song has been running through my head since the conversation but like that um Destiny's Child song I said yes to the mama. Yes to you dating me. Yes to your number, right? Um, and then the first time I say no, it's like I never said yes. That's Ooh, really how I feel like things happen. The first time I say no, it's like I never did all these other things for you. Or I never made these particular kinds of concessions, right? Um, and, I mean, most recently I had... Um, Someone I wasn't dating, but I, we were very close and something happened between us where um, I wanted to have a conversation about the conflict that like happened. And I mean, the person just completely disappeared, stopped responding to my messages for weeks and then came back and decided um, to say hello and, and try to carry on as if, nothing had happened. Like, yeah. and I really just, I couldn't even fathom or understand, like, why that person thought it was a good way to deal with the situation. And I understand people have different ways of dealing with conflict. And I've I've been working on that myself because I know that I'm the type of person who wants to deal with things head on. Um, but, I mean, it was just kind of, really unreasonable the way that the person dealt with what happened between us and I had to it took serious work for me to say no I'm worth more than that and I have to set this boundary and I have to like just stop engaging with that person if if I'm not going to get the things that I need out in order to resolve my hurt and my anger we can't go forward so like it's really just like Going back, taking stock on who you are, what you're worth, and what you're willing to put up with. And if you're willing to put up with it, then you're willing to put up with it. There's no complaining in the end for that, to me. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I think that's, I think kind of to your point, I think a lot of times women lie to themselves about what they're willing to deal with and what they're willing to put up with. Because the feelings that you feel when it feels good... They, f- they feel really good and you want to keep feeling those feelings and you like the company and you're not alone and maybe you get in some buns from time to time like all of that feels good but to your point like your real needs aren't being met and so it's yeah. like what is it like is this even worth it um and it's funny, too, I think another thing, my mom says this all the time, because I think my mom is an overgiver. Mm-hmm. Um, she, like, and I think this is something she's had to learn later in life, but, like, if you can't handle me at my no, or you can't handle my no, you don't deserve my yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's, yeah, men just, like, they take, I mean, I don't, again, I don't want to generalize, you know, hashtag mm-hmm. now men, mm-hmm. but, um, They will like women are gonna be you know nurturers and givers and men are going to take what you give. Um, And if you're not expecting as as a woman, you're not expecting anything in return. Then Mm they're not gonna give you shit in return. Like It's, it's so funny because it always feels in many ways like
1: you or the women feel or are made to feel like they are the selfish ones, right? When in actuality they are often the ones you know, giving and doing all of that that work. Oh, yeah. And it's just, it's, I think it's, it's a, it's a technical thing, right? In many ways, like they make women feel like they're being selfish for not, um, performing some role or feeling, fulfilling some action or, um, being there when they're needed by their significant other. I mean, it's, it's, I, I can't tell you how many times I've had to be like, well, am I being, like horrible? Am I being rude? And am, mm-hmm. am I being unreasonable? Like, reasonable? Mm-hmm. And it's—I always end up kind of trying to like internalize like what went wrong. It's my fault somehow. Yep, yep. yep. But like, you really <laughs> step back and you say, well, if you're honest, you always need to be honest and acknowledge the ways in which you did, in some ways, contribute to the situation, but not to the point where you are taking all of the blame. Like there's a way in which you can be honest about the role you play, but also hold that other person accountable for their own
0: actions, right? The, the only ways in which they created the situation. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And it's funny because I, I think the older I get and the more I experience, the more I think about, it, it, like, and I, and I don't know. So, so I would say, like, I don't think men necessarily have it wrong, right? Because I do think... I think that there's a middle ground between wh- how women behave and how men behave. I don't and, and, like, and maybe it's not, you know, smack dab in the middle. Maybe it's you know, on a spectrum somewhere. But, like, I do think that women it would it would serve women well to be a little bit more selfish about what they want mm-hmm. to to invest a little bit less upfront You know what I mean? Like, make the nigga work for your time, attention, love, Mm -hmm. affection, whatever. The emotional, like, prove to me you are deserving of this emotional labor. Like, prove to me. And again, if you you know, if you just talking about, you know, I just want to have fun, I just want to hang out, that's a whole nother story. But if you're looking for a commitment, if you're looking for something a little bit more long term, I feel like women do need to, like, and I don't, you know, like the whole act like a lady thing. Like, no, I don't, you know, I don't subscribe to all of that. But like, just, yeah, take, take 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 some some lessons from how men behave. You know what I mean? That's really wild to me.
1: I mean, th- like right now, um, at least the past day and a half or so on Twitter, people have been talking about like a sixty dollar date, and I'm just like men really expect something for nothing. Like, they want the buns, they mm-hmm. want to have sex, they want to take you home on the first day, but they call you a hoe if you do. But then they don't, they have a problem spending $60 to take you out on a date. I mean, like, you want my body, right? Like, my body, which, like, I value my body. I love my body. I love me. And you want it for less than $60? Like, you expect, like, to do nothing, right, right? For you to just like take me on a walk through the park and then we we smash it? Like, you have to be, I don't even know, like, you have to be the young Denzel. For that <laughs> right. I mean, just, what do you, I, if they really don't see like sex as something that like matters or like they want it, they want a transaction, right? But they don't want to pay for it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It, it doesn't make sense to
0: me. Well, that's the thing. To like, and I mean, again, like the thing is, you can only, you know, my therapist tells me tells me you can only control yourself, right? And mm-hmm. we can't necessarily dictate how men are going to think or what they're going to want, but we can control how we respond into in respond to their behaviors and their desires, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and that's why I think like women need to. Like raise our standards, like be firm and saying, "Nah, nigga, you're not getting these buns for $60. Like my buns <laughs> cost X amount of money, you know, like what, or whatever it is for you. And that's another thing I was going to say, too, is that the thing that I'm learning is I think it's I think it also behooves women to take time to figure out what your standards are what is really important to you what are your what are your expectations for dating what are your expectations for your relationship because I do think it's easy to go into a situation and be real go with the flow because I think I'm real go with the flow or have been at least and you're just like okay well I guess that's fine I guess whatever that's fine because you don't really know what you want or what is okay and then like you said something comes up you're like actually I'm not cool with that or I dealt with it for you know a couple of weeks a couple of months whatever but now I don't like it anymore and then he's confused but I don't know confused I mean he ain't confused but you know what I mean well and and so I was actually curious too so you talked about having your needs go unmet so I guess how like how did you feel like how did it make you feel to have your needs go unmet in these like relationships or situationships
1: well before I answer that like I want to just okay go ahead talk through a little bit
0: about my older brother I mean
1: he has been really amazing and useful in kind of parsing through like a lot of stuff when I'm when I'm like dealing with like male and relationship things and Mm -hmm. Because he, I mean, he's done some fuckboy things, quite nice. honestly. <laughs> <but, yeah. laughs> I mean, and it's, it's, it's refreshing to get that sense of honesty. Like, yeah, yeah. I think in general, like, you are going to need a male friend who knows and will be 100% honest with
0: who you. Who knows like, the game oh. is willing to, like, put you and on game. And is willing to, to tell you the truth, yep, right? Yep. Um, because... <laughs> They will give you that
1: insight, right? You, We we do. We do read into things. And it's, it's not that we don't understand what's happening. It's that we like to complicate things when it's just really simple. Like, yeah. really simply, we need to stop responding to that toxic person, right? Yeah. Um, because that toxic person, right, unless they actually give you what you want, they're going to keep taking from you.
0: Yep.
1: Right? So, like, just simplify in many ways how you evaluate or respond to particular situations we like to sit and have hour-long conversations about something that happens when really like we were disrespected that's the end of it and we need to move on because that level of disrespect is gonna circle back around again it's not necessarily something that's gonna change Mm -hmm. um so yeah but back to your original question what was that again i'm sorry
0: i just curious, like, for you and your experience, like, how uh, did you, mean, yeah, how did it feel for you to have your needs go unmet in these dating or relationship or situationship scenarios? Um,
1: so, I don't know. That's a really, it's a tough question, right? Because I know, it is hard. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> because... Because part of the things about not setting boundaries from the beginning is that I probably wasn't doing the best of jobs understanding what my own needs were in the relationship, right? And so I I would come to find out that I wanted a particular need met. Um, And I'm a vocal person, so I would vocalize that this is something that I wanted out of a person Um, and then when that's something that's not forthcoming that's when I'm like well we have a problem and I understand like it might not have been something that I said from the beginning which is why it goes back to what you said right we need to figure out what we want like and those things can change but if we have a general idea of the things that we're expecting out of a relationship um we're kind of less likely to try to figure it out later on yeah, um, yeah. how did it feel not having punishment? needs met I mean it's it hurts right yeah. um you' were, you're invested in someone um you care for them like you're willing to do things for them that you're not willing to do for other people and I mean I think this goes with with friendships, with family, like, if things aren't, I'm big on reciprocity, right? So if things aren't necessarily being reciprocated, and they don't have to be reciprocated in the same way, but I do have to feel like I'm being loved, right? Then, like, yeah, it's it's painful. I mean, you just you, sometimes it it messes with your sense of self-worth in a lot of ways. um, Because you're like, well, why isn't this something that they are can give me. Yeah. Um so not having your needs met, especially after you've identified and vocalized them, it's it's a hard thing and it breeds resentment and bitterness. Um and you know, that's those things are really hard to let go, right? That that takes time to get over, which is why I think so many people who like I'm, I'm I don't have any kind of animosity towards any of my exes like even the ones that have kind of ended on a sour note like mm-hmm. if I see him in the street like I'm like hey what's up like right. you good? Are we good I'm, I'm, like, I'm going to even my my I don't I can't hold on to that because it's just too much. It's yeah. just too much. And I feel um, like there
0: was something that I liked about you. Like there's something about who you no, are as a person that I enjoy, and so I'm not going to no. yeah.
1: Yes,
0: I love. I, I.
1: It's really wonderful though, to to hold on to the good things, yeah. um, because you learn something from every relationship. Um, now, some are too toxic for you to like say. Oh, this was good. Especially if you're one of those people who can get caught up in a, how fake good it was and end up back in that relationship, right? Yeah. But, like, there is something really beautiful about being able to reflect on how that person helped you grow, um, how that person was there for you in, in, in particular ways, right? But that goes, like, understanding where they just did not meet your needs, right? It's like, yeah, this was great, but it wasn't enough.
0: So... Yeah. We have to just let it go. Yeah. It's funny. I wasn't, I really wasn't sure what kind of answer I was going to get when I asked about how it felt. But, mm. but your response like resonates with me so much. Like that hurt. Like I, like, I can almost like call that hurt back up. You know what uh, I mean? You know, like, yeah. and like, what kind of thing you were going to get from me right Honestly, really, I just didn't know. Like I didn't know. And I hadn't thought about it for myself. So I, I guess maybe that's why I didn't really have no, no, any idea. <laughs> So that's why I'm on this side of the microphone, not on the other side of the microphone. Um, but but I think I think that's like I mean, for me at least that would perfectly sum up how it would feel it has felt for me, like that feeling of why? like, why am I not like I'm not good enough? I'm not enough for you to want to do X, y, and z for me.
1: You know, I'm willing to do it for you, so
0: ciao. exactly yeah. Um, so I don't know. Have you spent some time thinking about some of the boundaries and expectations you do want to set in dating going
1: forward? You know, um, so I recently moved for a job. Mm -hmm. So I live in the middle of nowhere. Uh Um, I really, I'm enjoying my job. I'm enjoying where I am. I'm enjoying the, the, the transition, the newness of it. Um, but like dating is hard out here. So I haven't really like set down and I've, I've been meaning to like to set down, sit down and, and write um, out particular kinds of things that I'm like looking for. Um, I, I honestly don't even know right now if I'm actively like looking to date. And that is also probably part of my problem in the past, where I'm like, well, uh, like I said, I go with the flow. If something comes my way or something develops, then we'll we'll take it there.
0: Right.
1: Um, but right now, honestly, I feel like,
0: um, I don't know. I don't know where I am with dating right now. I was just saying that's that's perfectly okay too to not know. Yeah. It's just, I don't, I,
1: I, there's like, there are no real, usually I have a nice little constellation or roster or people that floating in and out that I might be in contact with. Mm -hmm. Um, but really right now it's like mm, very few people that I'm like talking to right now. Um, and I'm not talking to anybody seriously. Um, so right now I feel like I want to be in a place where I'm just being intentional about what I want out of life, um, since I just finished grad school and a man doesn't quite figure into that, which is a little bit scary since I'm 32, mm-hmm. um, but like, I really just kind of want to have like free sex in some ways, right? I just want like to be able to come home, sit on the couch, cuddle, watch a movie, fuck. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> but like that is even hard here because i live in the middle of nowhere yeah. so what i want in my head isn't something that's actually
0: accessible yeah um it's so funny like that sounds like the dream honestly a little bit right now but at the same time i don't like for like for me personally i don't know if i'm really built for that casual sex situation mm-hmm. like I really really want to be like I really want to be built for it but I don't know man I, and I don't know I don't know I, like, I mean, I'm envious of people who can do it so it's like it's if there's
1: it's a really fine line I think to walk right yeah. it has to be I think someone who I want to spend time with but not someone who I'm interested in yeah. like long term right Because if it's someone i'm interested in long term then clearly i'm gonna be invested in them and, and my I feelings really. to a point where it's like well i want more right so it has to be someone that i don't want more from which yeah. is like and I, I think right because i'm in this two year position or this transition period like that's something that i could manage because um i mean as far back as I can remember in all of my relationships like I always knew I was going somewhere next um and so that quite possibly could have put a particular kind of barrier up um Mm -hmm. in terms of like me deciding like I want to build this relationship with someone because if I feel that person's not investing in me I'm also not gonna take the kind of initiative to change my plans my career options like i'm not gonna do that because i need some kind of sense of security and guarantee from you that you're also invested in us moving forward with a future right Mm -hmm. um so like if that's not there then i really don't see so maybe that's the point that matters to me in a relationship right like are we consciously purposefully building towards a future together like is that a conversation that we've had um if not i'm gonna keep making decisions for me yeah yeah it's how it has to be like i come from a particular background that doesn't allow me to just wander around and not make plans for my future right um i can't just say well perhaps i'll move here for this man and we might work out, I don't know, right? But unless we've had real conversations about like making it work, then yeah, I'm not I'm not doing none of that extraness. I'm not going above and beyond to like figure out how we're gonna work.
0: This actually like perfectly kind of melds into the next session section um of the show which is asking for a friend Ooh. um and so this is really about just your current situation and so what Ooh. i'm hearing uh, it's funny because i didn't realize until just right now i thought you said single and dating when you answered your pre-interview questionnaire but it's says single and not dating and i've got okay. that not dating, not. Uh yeah, um at least I think so. Unless I got, it I don't
1: know. I thought I I thought I I mean as I was selecting
0: I was like mm, this is really limited because oh tell me so wait hey, go ahead.
1: Well I mean right so I'm single and I'm like kind of dating but I'm also like not dating because yeah. there's no one out here for me to like really just be like yeah let's go on and date. Um I mean yeah so
0: so you would be open weird. if there was someone I would open
1: to date, but I'm also, like, not really dating right Got you. now. Got you. Um, so, like, perhaps it would be single and open to date.
0: Okay, I like that. I'm going yeah. to add that to the um, questionnaire. Um. So, I guess... But, like, it doesn't define me, right? I'm not sitting here, oh, I want to date
1: someone. I'm just like, a date would be nice. Got you. Yeah.
0: So, it, all right, asking for a friend, what's this? Well, so it's, it's really just, okay. So one of the things I think about is, I think single people look at people relationships and be like, oh my God, like they have what I want. And then <laughs> people in relationships look at single people like, oh, I miss that. And so it's like the grass is always green on the other yeah. side thing. And so I'm really curious from people's real lived experiences, what are the true pros and cons um, of your current situation? Um, you know, so what do you think is the best and worst part about your current dating situation? All
1: right. The best part is, I mean, I get to, to do whatever I want. Like, I think my house, my space is mine. Um, like, there will be really hard weeks where my place will look a hot mess, Right. Um, and I'll come home and I'll look around and I'm like I don't wanna clean this up. Um you ain't got or so. I also like to sit on my couch and do nothing for stretches of time. And I feel like um like particular guilty pleasures of mine wouldn't necessarily fit in having a relationship, right? Um so like it's it's a mostly like selfish things I feel um mm-hmm. I would are the pros right like knowing that when you need your alone time you need your alone time um, when you come home from work like you're not gonna have to also talk to someone else right <laughs> but I mean the con is just the exact opposite right not having someone to I think someone texted me this the other day and was like, I'm wondering like, who you have in your life that you can be bare naked with, right? And not in the, the physical sense, right? Who is in my life that I can really share things with? Like share my depression, share my joy, share my tears, um, share my struggle, share my highs, my lows, right? Like who is that person for me? And it it was actually a really hard text because... Um, I mean, because there, there was someone who I felt like I had been able to kind of share things with, um, and we recently fell out. And so I was like, dang, that really sucks. Like, yeah. even if like we weren't in a relationship, like that person kind of like knew me in a, in a particular way, um, that I felt comfortable, like being sad around, like, being vulnerable with being vulnerable randy like who is it that i'm able to be 100 like not 100 because i don't think that's a real thing yeah. but vulnerable with right um and so that i think is the con like a huge con because you know you could you can go to therapy cool but like it's nice to have someone to like I can go and lean on, get some physical contact from, shed a few tears maybe, laugh also, right? Um, just that emotional connection where the person knows you, yeah. right? That isn't afraid of things that you're afraid of about you, right? Ooh, that I you're afraid that. to share with other people,
0: right? Yeah. That's really beautiful. Like that, that share things that you're afraid of about yourself, who isn't afraid of, I'm saying it wrong, but like <laughs> that's, that's deep, because I think, and I, I, I think that's the thing that I think about as, as I get older, like acknowledging the duality of people, the good and the bad of all of us, and I think I think for a long time, I've tried to put on this mask of perfection in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Um, It's tiring. It is. And acknowledging the things about myself that aren't perfect, that I don't necessarily like, and thinking about someone loving me, not even in spite of, but because of those things, Mm -hmm. is like bruh like, I don't even yeah. I don't even feel like I know what that feels like other than my mama you know what I mean like yeah. and that's yeah I, th- I definitely think you know that's that's part of the beauty of being with someone who, who loves you for who you truly actually are
1: yeah yeah and I mean I also I think it's important to understand that like you have to sometimes spread those things uh, yeah. across like people because it can be you don't want to get to a point like where you feel like you're a burden, but also, like, if that person is really there for you, then, like, you won't get to that point, but knowing that you can go to someone for one thing and another person for another kind of thing, right, is, is important, but that is the biggest con for sure.
0: So, I guess... If you think about your younger self, did you think your younger self would be where you are now as far well, as, like, how your dating love life is? Huh. <laughs> um,
1: I, I don't know. Like, I feel like I've never really, since being younger, like, I feel like I've always said, "Oh, I'm gonna get married. Oh, I want this. I want that. I want a kid. One kid. Two kids. Whatever." Um, I, I assumed maybe this stuff would happen in my twenties, but it wasn't anything that I was like actively working towards. Um, now I'm 32, and I'm just like, "Okay, I'm here," but I also didn't necessarily do a lot of work to like not be this person that I am here today, like, I mean, I did a lot of work to be Dr. Keona Parks and, like, X, Y, and Z, but, like, relationship wise, like, I don't feel like I put, like, a lot of, like, effort necessarily into, um, well, not put a lot of effort, right, because I've had relationships where I, I did, I wanted to make it work, but, like, said, um, like, let's go towards I don't know marriage or something like that I I think that yeah I'm here and it is what it is and I don't really see an issue with it Um, like I do want to be in a relationship but it's also like if that's not something that happens on the terms that I need it to happen I just have to keep it moving
0: yeah that's real. Yeah. Um no, no I think I feel I feel the same way. I, I I think like you said earlier, I've, I've been very go with the flow in a lot of areas of my life. It, I just kind of enjoy my life as it unfolds and not necessarily made like super. Like if you asked me what my five year, 10 year plan was, I'm like, I don't know, like I'll just be where I am. Um, but at the same time, I wouldn't necessarily change anything because I'm, I'm 32. I'll be 33 in April. Um, and you know I don't like I'm enjoying my singledom because I think and that's and that's the kind of like it's almost like a catch-22 where it's like I don't think I'm not sure if I would have gotten in a relationship a serious relationship or gotten married at an earlier age I would have the love that I want Mm -hmm. um, because I don't think I would have been mature enough and I wouldn't Mm -hmm. have known enough about myself and have experienced enough to have like you said set those expectations what I want my life to look like. And so I don't know. Like I, I... So, yeah, I mean it's funny, right?
1: Because I I think about my past relationships and I mean I'm okay with not being with any of them. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't mm-hmm. learn to be back with any of them. Um I don't feel like um I lost out on like the love of my life or something like that happened um i felt like you know it just didn't work out and i had to move on um so like yeah i'm here where i am today and that's just i'm comfortable with that um that doesn't change the fact that like i do want a a relationship and a commitment but i also don't need to go back and think about whether or not it should have worked out with someone. Um, because I I can recognize, like, the flaws and holes in the relationships in the past that I've had and, and ways in which it just was not going to work out. So, yeah, like, one of my exes or one of my situationships is engaged. Oh. The other one, I don't know what's going on with him. Um, and then one is just very clearly like uses women and is a a mama's boy so oh, shit you you that <laughs> um with the even, problems we had great times together yeah. like that I will always cherish yeah <laughs> so
0: this yeah now we're about to get into my favorite part of the show, which is the do better
1: corner.
0: Ooh, so, <laughs> and so in the do better corner, we are honest and we <laughs> share because we all, you know, I say this every episode. We all, you know, had to grow and learn. You had to start from a place of petty. You know what I mean? <laughs> and go to the mature person that you are today. Oh boy. Um and so I'm I'm curious, what is one of the pettiest things that you ever done in a dating or relationship situation that you're willing to share? Hmm.
1: So really honestly I'm not gonna lie, I feel like I'm not petty. Okay.
0: Like I don't know. Maybe I probably have those. some. I was gonna say, would, would these would these fellas agree with you? No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they might they might disagree with me, but I feel like in general, like I always give a lot of slack and leeway. Like I want to resolve things. Mm. I make room for conversation so that things can be resolved. So. At least, I, not, they might not ever be resolved, but I wanted, I want, I always want to have like a conversation, like, and it it like burns me up inside to to not talk about things, yeah. Which is part of the reason why, like, I mean, I, I I'm one of those people who might send rapid fire text messages um, if I'm upset, right? Because I want to talk about things. So let's see, what's the pettiest thing I've ever done? Um,
0: mm mm-hmm. You can even go with Okay. This
1: will be this will be, I guess, the closest thing to petty. So um with my ex, um, we were like back and forth a few times. Um I, I hate to say this so well. But I've never done it before, but this is the first time because it's just something was nagging me. So <laughs> that i, I, I would that clap, that hand clap. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, you know, I did that faithful thing where I checked his messages, um, and I found some things that were unsavory, um, and he had left his, like, bag with me, Mm -hmm. and I told him he could pick it up from the front desk. And then I blocked him. And we had just like, we had just started talking again, right? So he thought everything was good. Everything was hunky-dory. And he couldn't understand why I blocked him, I guess. I don't know. But he didn't try to reach out to me in any other way. Like He has my email. He, has, he knows where I live. Like, he really didn't put any effort to, like, figure out why he was blocked. <laughs> because he probably knew why he was blocked. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I left his bag at the desk and told him he could pick it up when he came back from whatever trip it was that he went to. And then I never spoke to him again. Well, I mean, I
0: spoke to him again,
1: but yeah, that was about the pettiest thing I, I feel like I've done that I can recall right now.
0: It's funny because I I like that. Like, <laughs> I I don't know. I, it's definitely, it's got like, you know, a flavor of petty to it, but it's also like, you know what you did. Get mm-hmm. your shit. Like, and that's, out to me, it almost sounds like enforcing a boundary. Like that's, yeah. you know, standing strong in your boundaries. <laughs>
1: When it comes to like petty, like I really want to be petty. Like there's a spirit of petty in me, but it's just like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like pettiness yeah. like takes energy yeah. and like a kind of focus and dedication that I, I don't feel like the person deserves after they've hurt me. Um, it just makes me feel like I'm being foolish Yeah. sometimes, yeah. right? So like I I haven't mastered the art of pettiness, but I really like see people be great and be petty and I wish
0: I knew how to do it well no I know I, I definitely <laughs> feel like I need to like exercise my petty muscle a little bit but you know I'm not good at it. that's fine but that I still know I that was I think that was still like very appropriate for, for the for the do better corner um but yeah Kiana this was this was great I really enjoyed talking to you because I think I think that the lessons that you've learned and that you shared and the experiences that you shared are so common. The one thing that I'm starting to hear consistently as I talk to people for the podcast and just talk to people in everyday life is boundaries are hard. Hard. Um, and, and like, Especially when you like somebody, like you just kind of want to give, you know, give in, be all mushy and lovey-dovey and, and it's hard. But, um, but I also yeah, I think, I don't think you're alone at all. Like, like I said, I can relate to, to like a lot of what you said today well thanks for having me Randy you know I was nervous what is my voice going to sound like Girl, er, er, literally everybody says that <laughs> <laughs> but anywho it was great talking to you um, and we'll chat later alright nice talking to you Randy bye. bye thanks for listening to this episode of Situation Chips podcast if you learned anything on this episode please share the episode with a friend Get Situationship's podcast merch and early access to podcast episodes by becoming a Situationship's podcast Patreon at patreon.com backslash situationships pod. You know that situationship you had that one time? The one your girlfriends remind you about when you start acting brand new? I want to hear about it. Hit me up at situationshipspodcast.com backslash my story. Or email me at situationshipspodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to connect with me and the Situationships Podcast listeners on social media. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at situationshipspod and on Twitter at situationspod. Talk to you soon. Bye, y'all.